Welcome to this very special Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Edition of uh, Beyond the Red Waste. I'm Bob. Uh, You were supposed to say we're thinking of changing the name. Oh. And you've completely ruined the gag. I didn't know you were... uh, You were the worst. Yeah. Well, I also (laughs) don't understand... Further contributing to you being the worst. Mm. So that was Bob being the worst. This is Erica. And uh, we are recording a couple days later because uh, we were both away this weekend. I was at a wedding. And then sick. The captain was at a uh, graduation and caught the funge and is finally feeling better. Yay. Very exciting. Bob the dog is also here. He can't speak, so that's why you can't hear him. That's what you'll think. He's super cute, though. So we are going to do some chats, not any talking, just some chatting, because this isn't a chat talk, about the fourth episode of Game of Thrones Season 6, which was the Book of the Stranger? Book of the Stranger. Book of the Stranger. Mm-hmm. Excuse me as I take a sip of my uh, big wave golden ale. Bob is on some medication. He is drinking water. We've switched the lameness factor. Yeah. So... So if I sniffle through the entire episode, I we apologize. apologize. <laughs> we apologize. We got all sorts of weird ticks. I hit the table way too much. I click pens. It's very distracting. Hey, but pen clicking is just, you know, it's a natural thing to do. Because, you know, the Neanderthals, that's all they did was click pens. Are you re- referencing something and no, I'm just not I'm, getting it? Or are you no, trying to be clever? Wow. <laughs> That hurt. <laughs> Let it <laughs> be known. I am a super bitch, and I will never, ever, ever declare otherwise. Uh, so, hopefully you've watched the episode. Uh, this obviously is going to be very uh, spoilerific, as we've said uh, previous times in the podcast. Hopefully you've listened to our uh, other two podcasts, or other two episodes, as uh, we... Have finally gotten them up on iTunes. Yeah, they're out there. Super exciting. You so can out subscribe. There. You can subscribe. And you could listen to us prattle on relentlessly about stuff we really don't know all that much about. No. But no. I mean, I like to think we're kind of funny, if anything. I don't know. Maybe not. How do people subscribe to iTunes podcasts if they don't have iTunes? Like Android users. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally have no idea. I didn't think of that until just now. Are we possibly only uh, an audience or uh, a podcast for iTunes or iPhone users? I mean, it's entirely possible. Uh, you can go to confangershark.com and, and listen them. from there. Right. Because I did listen to us to make sure that stuff was working before right. we got up on iTunes. Because eh. I'm weird. I like to listen to myself. Yeah. It's validating, I guess. So, quick rundown of what went down uh, this episode. We had a lovely Stark reunion. Uh, we had a Baelish finally show up four episodes in, which was strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the Good Masters arriving in Marine. We had some uh, shit going down at Vastothrak. Hopefully, I'm saying that correctly. Though we have. She, she actually said it. 
in the episode, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't even know if she knows if it's right. I mean, to be fair, we've established, this is podcast canon, I don't give a shit how you're supposed to say things, I'm just going to say them as I say them, because <laughs> I'm from Chicago, and that's the way we do things, and we hit our A's really hard. Noticed. Yeah, just a little. Uh, bu- 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 bu. We got a little Marjorie and uh, Loris action with uh, the Faith Militant. We had Cersei uh, chatting about a certain trial. Get hype. And a walk of shame for uh, Miss Marjorie. Uh, Theon finally arrived home. We found out why. I mean, he didn't realize why. But it's for the king's moot. King's moot. Uh, Osha got ganked. Because... It, it, I don't know if you knew this, Bob. And I'm, I'm glad you're sitting down, because you're going to leap up in shock. Ramsey is not a nice guy. It's true. I know. It's hard to accept. But he's kind of a dick. I I didn't know if you knew it, because it's not like we've been piling on with reasons why he's an asshole and deserves to die most horribly. It's not like we have gotten, what, four solid seasons of Ramsey being a dick. We needed to make sure we had one more scene to make sure you knew. Now... I'm not done with my description of the episode. Okay. So then uh, Jon Snow gets a note, which uh, pretty much steers us toward the bastard bowl. And uh, Rickon is still majorly fucked, as we tell from the note. He's just, he's dead, right? There's no way he makes it out of the season alive. He's dead. Yeah. He's a dead man. Yeah. A tall, dead man. And then Danny lays waste to the Carls. Carls. I was yep. calling them Carls before we started. And now, this is only my first beer. Now I want a recut of uh, the series uh, replacing any of the calls with Carl. From Aquapine Hunger Force. Carl Bertana Nahaluski. <laughs> he was a national treasure. <laughs> so Danny lays waste to them uh, and is naked for some reason. Okay, that made sense. Their clothes burned off. <clears throat> sure. So, uh, where would you like to start? Oh, we didn't mention that Tormund was throwing mad fuck me eyes at Brienne. Yeah. Which was probably the highlight of the episode for me. Yeah, there there is a wonderful gif that we found earlier. Um, I'm going to look at it right now. Yeah, we're looking at it right now. It's, oh, it's delightful. There it is. It's just outstanding. <laughs> I, I will put the link to that in the post. We will have it up on the website because it, it's a beautiful thing. Um, <laughs> Brienne's the best. She is, objectively. That's not a subjective thing. She's wonderful. She's, I think she is, she's also the single best good guy on the show. I think that's fair, since Ned is gone. I think that's a fair statement to say. Yeah. Well, because she acts how an actual knight is supposed to act. She's... A true knight, if you will. Perhaps a baby face, even. Don't with the fucking gimmick infringement. I will... Dis- 
destroy you if you do that again. <laughs> that is my thing. Call Kevin Owens. <laughs> my close personal friend, Kevin Owens. Yes. Well, and it's interesting that you bring that up because we know Sansa was always very enamored with the stories of knights and ladies and that kind of thing. And now she's with the truest knight in the show. Yeah. Uh, and, and that leads, the, you know, and I've seen numerous places on the internet in the last couple of days of who will kill Ramsay. You're hoping for Brienne? I'm hoping for Sansa. I don't know that Sansa's gonna be in the fight, though. Or do you think they capture him, in theory, and then do something terrible to him? I, I'm i not sure how it'll go. I, I kind of want her to get the, the the final blow, though. The death blow? Yeah. The death blow. <laughs> Can we pour one out for Osha? Oh, Osha. I thought for sure she was at least, at the very least, going to scar him. Yeah. But you say, and then the second she walked in the door, you knew she was dead. Oh, yeah. And it was just kind of like... <sighs> yeah, it's... Why even, like, bring her back then? Just have the great John, like, here, dump her body, and then just bring Rick in. Yeah, I don't... I mean, good for her. She got another check. Right? Um, She's got the Harry Potter money, though. She's fine. That's true. I always forget that. Um, she doesn't have, like... What's his face? Um, oh, I'm blanking on Harry's actual name. Daniel Radcliffe. There he is. She doesn't have Daniel Radcliffe money. But no, she's no. She's all right. She's doing but all right. She hasn't appeared naked on stage. And, I mean, shit. I'm not sure if that's something I'd want to see, though. I think it's, uh, during a stage play, uh, it's much more affecting than on, like, a screen. Very true. We were at, um, were you Daniel there? Daniel Radcliffe's kind of, like, scrawny, though. He's got a little muscle on him, doesn't he? Hmm. I don't know if that has anything to do with his dick. Well, but, no, we were at, uh, were you at that time we went to Too Much Light Makes the Baby Go Blind in the city? And there was that guy, who, then they did The Giving Tree as one of the small plays they did. And he actually, like, stripped on stage. I don't know if you were there or not. No, I, no, because we, we went to one of those. There must have been that one then. I found that very affecting. Because that's oh, yeah. in a very small... And if that's something you're doing in front of large groups of people, like, in the name of your art... I don't know, right. I find that more affecting than... My clothes burned off. Okay, but it made sense at least. Tell me it didn't make sense. You never show me your boobs. Why not? For God's sakes, Game of Thrones. I get it. I understand it. But come on. It wasn't... Nice tasteful shot from the back. Maybe a little shadow. I know what her boobs look like. I can imagine it if I want to. So hateful. Not being hateful. Oh, but you are. I'm just being like a killjoy. There's a difference. <laughs> <sighs> I haven't gotten any dick this season either. That's all I'm saying. No. Did we, did no. we last season? You know, I don't know. And I was thinking about this the other day. I think that once this uh, season ends, we should try to do a rewatch and do podcasts for... Every couple of episodes as a refresher. 
Refresh. Because there's some stuff that happened a couple seasons ago that I'm like, <laughs> uh, I don't remember. It's right. like when Winds of Winter comes out after the apocalypse happens, we'll uh, probably have to go back and reread the books. And and there's still another book after that. That's the crazy thing. Like, remember when, I know we're veering wildly off topic, <laughs> but remember when, like, you were waiting on those last Harry Potter books? She never made you wait more than, what, two, three years? About, yeah. Right in there. When did Dance with Dragons come out? I don't know. Well, he started this well, series in the 90s. It's 20 years old this year. Yeah. That's bonkers. And you've only got, what, five books out? Yeah. Come on, man. Well, you know, I think I mentioned this in one of the first episodes... He's a professional writer. I mean, I know he does other stuff. He does a fair amount of editing. Mm -hmm. There's other stories that he's working on. 2011. It has been five years since this fucker came out. I know he was helping out with that World of Ice and Fire. Uh Uh-huh. Which is actually a great book. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have it. But I thought it was a great read. You know, there's... You know, I, I mean, and hopefully we get out there to all the people. But you know there's, like, a couple of people who just ha- have to consume as much Game of Thrones shit as possible. And if we have subscribers already, that's what those, the, are those, those are those people. So hello and welcome. Uh, well, hi! Watch this VD episode that we, like, don't talk about Game of Thrones at all. <laughs> that happened on the last uh, Call the Damn match. I think we talked about wrestling for maybe five minutes, and we talked about literally anything else for the other 40 <laughs> but that's what we do here in uh Confanger Shark Studios Confanger Shark we don't uh, we, we veer we veer wildly we veer. so one other thing that I had kind of noticed uh during my rewatch because you know, we watched it at first on Sunday mm-hmm. and you had like a party going on around you when I was kind of dog sitting a dog that barks anytime there's some sort of color that moves across the television screen but uh, John's journey is very, very similar to Danny's. Yes. In the way that we said, uh, I think in the last couple episodes, how she's going through all of these trials, learning how to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Same thing's happening to John. Yeah. So that's interesting. I, d- it, I wonder if they're put, they're, they make, they're making so many parallels between the two of them. Because they're going to rule together, or to throw you off. Because I could definitely see it's just John in the end. You could also see it as just Danny. Though I don't think a Targaryen. I don't think they end up on top after all this. No, that's why I think it's gonna go just John. Just John. Just John. Snap it back. Just John. It's Will and Grace jokes. Timely. <laughs> Well, the one guy, he lives near here. We saw him at Ravinia. We did. When we were watching, um, well, you were watching. I was uh, quietly sobbing into your shoulder because there are three parts in uh, Return of the King that I cannot watch with a dry eye. It's almost like every time I watch Steven Universe. Have they ever done The Lion King? I don't know. Oh, I can't watch that in public. (laughs) Sit on the lawn? I used to be fine, and then I saw the play... And I don't know, I got some kind of hormonal imbalance or some shit. I cry, like, constantly now. And it's super upsetting. 
<laughs> like the last episode of Steven... Again, we're veering wildly <laughs> off course. But the last episode of Steven Universe. And granted, I was alone in like a hotel room. You know, whatever. But I was like bawling the entire time. Which is kind of par for the course with that show. Tune into uh, Chat Talks. Soon to be recording uh, other entirely too long Steven Universe episodes. <laughs> but, um... Where were we? Well, I was in Richmond. You were... No, oh, you no. mean... Yeah. Yes, sorry. Where did we... We were talking from? about how John's journey is oh, yes. uh, very similar to Danny and how we're not sure. You see it being more John standing alone at the end. I think so. And that's kind of what I'm thinking as well. Yeah. I think or he's going to end up marrying Danny. One or the other. Right. I think is... like, I think... Uh, I think George R. R. Martin is so on the nose with certain things, though, that, you know, A Song of Ice and Fire is going to be... Well, that's John. He's A Song of Ice and Fire. It's John. Right. And he, but, like, we talked about before, that's fine. Right. That's totally fine. Right. It's okay to do that. Yeah. I, th- I, I was talking to Alex about this, and I said, you know... If unless you have a really, really good twist, you know something sixth sense level. When you spend this long building up to something, you 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 got to just go with what people are expecting. Oh, and we talked about that in the last couple uh, yeah. episodes, and I mean. The, the shitty thing, well, and that's an entirely other podcast. We could talk about the Sixth Sense and how good that twist actually was or was not. That could be a special episode of our other podcast after the movie. But no, if you're building towards something, and especially in you've got a fantasy setting where you've already got some crazy shit going on, mm-hmm. you have fifty thousand characters, and you've got magic, you've got. Multiple different, you know, regions and all of these people who are populating all of these regions. All of these, like, little threads going on in each of these uh, side stories. You really do need that one kind of main... This is your grounding point. Right. And if you want to get a little bonkers outside of that, whatever. That's totally fine. Mm -hmm. The other thing that we found out this episode, uh, that we... um, in, I believe it was our first episode, where, like, how is Sir Davos talking to... Melisandre. I was gonna say it, but fine, jerk. You you look like you were getting ready to... No, I wasn't. I was getting ready to launch into it. Don't make me sound like some timid shrinking flower. These people have heard my voice now. They know I'm not a timid shrinking flower. I'm a hard, crusty, old Chicago hot dog. That doesn't crusty? make any sense. Because it's old. Oh. Shit gets old. And crusty. Um, but no, uh, Davos does not know what happened to Shireen. Oh, shit. And when he finds out... She's so dead. He's going to go kill crazy. She's so dead. Mm-hmm. She's very dead. Oh, my God. I... Yeah. I, and I... Because we really... Th- I don't know why we thought that. Yeah. Because he definitely wasn't there. No, he was at Castle Black. Right. It just seemed odd, because he was always very, like, anti-Melisandre. Uh, 
Right. But, and then suddenly, like, they're all buddy-buddy, and it was like, no, well, wait, 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 wait. But then, oh, he doesn't, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. And I think everybody that was there, with the exception of her, is dead. Yeah, almost all of Stannis' army died. We also did get confirmation that Stannis is dead. Right. So that kind of throws into upheaval some of our comments about how, well, if you didn't see them die on screen, they might not actually be dead. Right. I'm still hype, though. (laughs) Erica has been hype for quite a while. If it doesn't happen, I'm going to be the saddest of sex. (laughs) It's like... I mean, there's no way it doesn't happen, right? It's one of those things that seems like such an obvious build-up that there's no way you can't do it. And quite frankly, I would really like to see the Hound semi-reformed interacting with the Stark girls again. You know? It'd be interesting to see where exactly he would stand with that. Because he did have a creepy thing for Sansa. He did. I don't think he ends up back with the Stark girls, though. Do you think he just defeats the mountain and then is just like... And then... Deuces. Either he's killed at the same time... Or something like that. So we're just going to bring him back just to break our hearts. Oh, he's going to kill the mountain first. Well, obviously, yes. Um, And then, yeah, I think... I don't think he makes it out of King's Landing. No. But, who knows? Oh, because we did talk about... um, I have my notes... How um, they did talk about uh, the Queen of Thorns. Is that Kevin Lannister? Because I could have sworn he was dead as well. Who's the hand of the the king? Maybe that's why I was getting confused. At the end of the last book... uh, Right, he gets ganked by Varys. Yeah. Right? So apparently he's still alive. Right. Because I was like... You were dead. You were like a different brother. But apparently, we were also wrong about that. Proof more that we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. But that's fine. We're entertaining. <laughs> um, we did get some notes today from some of uh, the Kafanger Shark uh, other contributors. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically telling us, uh, no, it was this person. That and made... that's fine. And that's it's fine. fine. That's cool. We're totally fine. We encourage that. If we're wrong about something, Fuck. Let us know. As long as it's not an opinion. My opinions are never wrong. No. Facts. I can be wrong about facts. <laughs> my opinions, though? But um, at that meeting that they had with uh, Cersei and Jamie, they basically talked about how they're going to use the Tyrell's army to ride in and save Marjorie and um, probably Loras. Hopefully Loras. I hope they don't leave Loras there. That would be terrible. They're totally leaving. They're totally leaving him there, aren't they? Yes, they are. Oh, the poor knight of the flowers. Um, and they said that if they fail in this endeavor, that King's Landing is just going to be thrown into chaos. So, King's Landing is going to be thrown into chaos. So, here's what... I'm curious how it's going to go down. Because... 
they said already that Marjorie's Walk of Atonement would take place before Cersei's trial. Is that what they said? Because I thought they said trial, then walk. No. No? Was I incorrect? I'm pretty sure it's the other way around. Okay, I don't know about that. But either way, they're coming up soon. See, this is a situation where one of us has facts wrong. <laughs> but our opinions are still right. <laughs> um, but because... the whole premise is they don't... Marjorie's the queen. The queen can't go on a walk like Cersei did. Right. That's just not a thing that they can do. Right. So... Because as Cersei says, a queen has to command respect, a king even more so. And Tommen, Tommen doesn't command much respect. We, no. we got the He's got the countdown clock above his head, too. Oh, yeah. But if we're talking rioting in King's Landing, that might be the situation that we kind of touched on briefly, where Cersei can see, oh shit, this went south. Maybe I have to mercy kill my son. So I think another riot in King's Landing would be very interesting. Because we did have one back in season... Was that one or two? I think it was two. Was it two? It was... It, yeah, it was two. Because it was after Ned it lost It was after his Ned died. That's right. Right. So, yeah. I mean, we've seen how crazy those... Uh, the uh, commoners can get. So, And a lot of them buy into what the Faith Militant is selling. Right. So this could go really badly. So <coughs> Game of Thrones really wants us to not like the High Sparrow. You know, after this episode, I was getting a little bit too cultish. Like, it, it was feeling very um, celebrity, religion, stupid cult that sends people out to sea, and we never see them again. I don't want to get sued. So, you know what I mean? I kind of got that kind of vibe. Uh, Especially with Marjorie being like, Taloris, don't let them break you, you have to stay strong. I, I don't know, I didn't really feel the cultiness of it. I know, for some reason this episode, it really bothered me. Um... You know, I just feel like, you know, they're a religion that takes the tenets of the faith way too seriously. Sure, but, like, who the hell beat the hell out of the High Sparrow? Did he have to go through all this shit, too? That's what was kind of bothering me. Like, you're beating the hell out of these people, you're, like, hiding them from their loved ones, you're... It it, it really bothered me this episode. Well, and Especially after seeing poor Loris. Well, and also, are they are they treating them like this because they are highborn? You know, or do they treat... Well, are they doing it that way sinners. because it's like this is the way that the rest of the world usually lives? Right. So go fuck yourselves? Right. I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, I personally am like... That's an interesting take on it. I hadn't thought of that. Right. So, I mean, it could be... I mean, it's probably just them wanting to bring them down a peg. I mean, that could be it. That could definitely be it, because that is kind of part of his whole jam, isn't it? Right. Um, So, I I guess it really just boils down to, in the end, 
Um, you know, d does the High Sparrow genuinely believe what he preaches, or is there an alternative motive? Which I do think he does, to okay. an extent. You know? So, but yeah, no, I'm like, well, <clears throat> fuck the Tyrells and the Lannisters. Die Sparrow. I like the Tyrells, though. Queen of Thorns is great, she's, man. She's great. And I, I like mean. Marjorie, too, because Marjorie knows what she's doing. And she was great with Renly back in the day. For those, like, two seconds we had Renly. But, um, no, I, I dig her. She had that great line back in season two. I don't want to be a queen. I want to be the queen. You gotta have ambition. You do. Oh, Renly. Poor Renly. Well, we had a callback to him this episode, too. Uh, That's right. When Brienne came up and said that she she killed Stannis because uh, Sir Devos was introducing himself to Brienne, and she's like, oh, no. I know you. Yeah, I remember you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was on Renly's Kingsguard. Mm-hmm. know all about you, fuckface. Brienne's glorious. Oh, yeah. And just seeing, uh... What's his face? So smitten with her. Tormund, right? Are we looking at it again? There it is. It wasn't even that moment. It's when she first rides into uh, Castle Black. And he's like... He's stopped in his tracks. And he's just like, who is this giant beast of a woman? <laughs> I loved it. It was great. That was great, too. We didn't really uh, talk about the Stark reunion too much. but No, that was, that was good. Uh, I actually, I'm sitting in my parents' house. I actually applauded to no one because it's like, we're finally getting characters coming together. Well, I heard, um, I've seen it in a couple places where people have said, we finally saw two Starks together. And I'm like, wait a minute. He's a snow. Just to be pedantic. <laughs> Just to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, or... Uh, more accurately, he's a Targaryen. Well, no, he was, if he's, if, uh, what's her face? Lyanna? Is that how you say her name? Uh, sure. Starts with an L-Y, I know that. <sighs> well, it's R plus L equals J. J. Yes. So, L. I think it's Lyanna. I'm going with Lyanna. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um... No, yeah, it's cool to finally see people coming together. Because it feels like for how many seasons it was just getting further and further and further and further apart. Because now we've just... We don't even give a shit about timelines anymore. Did you know that Leanne Rhymes re wanted really badly to just be known as Leanne? She wanted to pull a share and just not be known... Is Leanne Rhymes. But you, you can't just pull a share. You're just share. Right. Or Prince. Right. Or Madonna. Right. And you, ma'am, are no share, comma, Prince. Or Madonna. I had to bring that shit up on our, like, fun podcast. I had fun with it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did. I, well, we were talking about L names, and it just... Fair. Kind of jumped in my head, and I had to get it out there. Do you like how, like, we can go from the wall to fucking Dorn in, like, an hour now? Right? It's great. <laughs> it's glorious. Well, and Theon makes it to the Iron Islands in, like... No time. They're just seconds. like, we don't care anymore. 
Yeah. We're just doing this, and we're bringing these people together, and that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah, it's it really is great. Uh, who is... I was talking to... It was probably my dad, and he... <laughs> Bracing for something horrible. And he was saying, you know, I don't... He, he was kind of bothered by this season, because he felt like it was going a little too fast. I can... Yeah, they've really got that... The, the foot's on the throttle, and they're right. just going. But I said, you know, my point I made to Do you hand- put your foot on the throttle, or is that more of a hand on the throttle? Well, it depends on what vehicle you're in. Okay. Because the throttle is the gas pedal. Oh, well, yeah, but you, when someone refers to a throttle, it's usually... I don't know, I just want to make sure I wasn't sounding stupid. No, no, no. Okay, good. Yeah. So I've said pedal to the metal quite a bit, so it's like, hey, foot on the throttle. Go with that. Yeah, that works. Because, no, yeah... I, if we were back in, like, season two or season three, Danny would be at Vastothrak the entire season. Yeah. Thank God that's not true. Yeah. Well, we can get to the ending of the episode later, but that, I was like, oh, okay. Here we go. We got shit happening. There's stupid gratuitous nudity, but I'll get over that, whatever, fine. Stuff is happening. And you gotta love stuff happening. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, you know, it's pushing forward, you don't need to world build anymore. No, 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 I've, I got it. I'm you there, got it. I'm in there, I'm in there in the world with you. Right. I'm about it, let's go. Right, so, I'm curious to see how, what's gonna happen with the other free cities, um, of Slaver's Bay, you know, are, uh, now, I'm just assuming that Danny's just gonna kill everybody. I think it's fair to think that she's just going to ride the Dothraki horde just right down the throat of each of the cities, Yunkai, Astapor, and, was there one other one? Yunkai. There's Marine where she's at, but. Right, um, I feel like. There were three masters in that scene. Yeah. Which we can talk about now, too. Do you think that Tyrion is acting a little bit too smart for his own good, thinking that he can read these people? Or is he just stalling for time for Danny to get back? I think a lot of it's stalling for time. Um, but, you know, he did show in King's Landing that... He's capable of... Oh, he's very adept right. at running a city and playing a bunch of people who are... Right. Are, uh, what do you call it? Um, underestimating him. So, uh... But then Grey Worm and... Uh, what is her name? Missandei? Miss, yeah, that, there you go. Missandei. That's as good as I would have gotten Boom. <laughs> They're very much like, you don't understand the slavers. You were never a slave, except for, like an hour last season. So you don't get it. Right. And just, like, I'm a little worried about Grey Worm because of the way they... When they came out of their meeting with the the Masters and there was that group that was like, how could you be, like, even thinking of, you know, trying to make peace with them? I, I worry for Grey Worm. Because it's like, I don't want him wandering the streets and getting his throat slit. Yeah, I think he's 
probably on the chopping block. Well, I think pretty much any... Because this is just the world that the show is built, right? Anybody could die in any minute. Which is kind of cool, but at the same time, it's just like, let's not just be killing people for the sake of killing people. Yeah. I mean, because there's... I mean, you have... It's a, it's a weird situation, right? Because in this particular one, you know, substitute slavery with pretty much anything else. And what Tyrion proposed is completely reasonable. Right. Seven years, you know, we'll, we'll and, find a way to compensate you for... Right. We'll build a new economy. Right. But... Because it is slavery. Well, and it hits so close to home with, you know, two of the people on his negotiations team. Even Varys, though, was kind of given Tyrion in the eye, like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, so yeah, is is he setting up for something else to expedite the process? Or was this a genuine... Negotiation. Right. right. So I think we'll find out more. Soon. For sure. Well, we've got an episode coming up called uh, Blood of My Blood, which is a Dothraki saying, so I would assume we're going to get a fair amount of Danny in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that's where Jorah's going to eat it. Speaking of Jorah. Jorah. Him and uh, Dario are chasing after Danny. I do love their banter. It's kind of great, isn't it? Well, one, Dario is great yes. by himself. And I'm glad they did switch the actor. Yeah, I think this guy works better. Yeah. Um, he's definitely more charismatic. He's not as creepy. Yeah, Ajax was, Ajax was a little creepy. He was. Yeah. Well, Francis. <laughs> well, you need a guy who's kind of suave and charming and... Like, you see Danny fucking this guy more than Ajax. I did like what he said, though. Hmm. How, uh, I don't want to fight you. If I fight you, right, I if lose. if I lose, I, you know, got killed by an old man. If I win, I'm the asshole who killed an old man. Right. It's like, oh, that's great. Flawless logic. <laughs> but then in that scene, he also finds out that Jorah does have the grayscale. Yes. Which I would imagine he would be bringing up to Danny at some point. Because how, like, contagious is that? Is it just a touch thing? That's the... If he's wandering through these large cities, is he just infecting fucking everybody? Like, what's what's going on? I mean, they, they've... Uh, they've put forward throughout the series that it's pretty much a touch. Okay. And it... Then you're done. So he's already got the counter above his head. I just think... He's going to give his life for Danny at some point. Oh yeah, there's no. I I can't see any way that they don't Mm-mm. that he's not doesn't make a sacrifice. I was convinced it was going to happen this episode, but then we got Danny saving herself, which I much much more appreciated. Yes, uh, in fact, of all the ways that I could have thought that this episode would have or that situation would have resolved itself. Uh, I thought they came up with a great way. Oh, for sure. Because at first, it was like, oh, well, 
Drogon's gonna sail in and save her, or the other dragons are gonna sail in and save her. Right. Or no, they're gonna storm the place or sneak her out of there or something. No, her, you know, I, I don't know if she spread, like, the oil or whatever herself, or what she did, but if she enlisted the help of those other two, uh, um, former Khaleesi's. But, yeah, her getting out of there on her own I thought was pretty badass. And it was a great ending image. Yes. Very, very cool. So. And she was always kind of, because she said she would unite um, the Dothraki into one Kalasar at the end of the first season, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Prophecy's coming to pass. But, and I did like how, you know, she's talking to the cows and she's like, all you guys care about is like, she called them small men. Yeah. Which I appreciated. I thought that was pretty badass. And and it's like, well, yeah. It's like, all you guys do is kill each other and rape people. And they're kind of looking over like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's kind of what we bro. do. Sure. Bro. Dude. Cow bro. 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 How many times did you hear that said over the weekend? Bro? Mm-hmm. Oh, so many. There is, there is a YouTube video. Exercise YouTube video. That we have to watch. And we'll watch it once. And you'll never watch it again. Okay. It's hysterical. Like once. one time. And then you want to murder yourself. Yes. Awesome. Um, Very cool. Anyways. No, but Cal Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. They said, hey, we need to we need to take the bro stereotype. We need it in our show somehow. And someone was like, hey. Oh, the Dothraki. Clearly. There you go. Oh, and I know I mention this every week, but I got mad points for that on my fantasy team. <laughs> I do have to, to the next week, I'm just going to have my fantasy team listed out, and I'll let you guys know exactly who's on my team, so I don't have to keep saying this. Because I know you guys totally give a shit. But Danny's little uh, exploits there, uh, I'm now currently sitting atop the Throne of Bones, in uh, the darkest, deepest hall of House Lombard, atop the Fantasy League. Fantasy Game of Thrones. <laughs> I totally get you now. Oh, Sonic Forest. I never got to experience you. Uh, we should make our own Sonic Forest. With Blackjack and Hookers? Yes. In fact, forget the Sonic Forest. <laughs> uh, so Baelish finally decided to show the fuck up. He's, He's very, so dead. You think so? He's so dead. Yeah, kind of. Because he, at this point, it looks like he, he's starting to, he's starting to make deals that are gonna, and push boundaries. Oh, they're gonna go sour. But I think that it's not. He's dead by the end of the season or the end of the series. But he has the ear of Robin Aaron. Yes. And he has soldiers. Yes. And that's what the Starks need right now, is able-bodied soldiers. So, I believe they're going to... Because you see there's a scene in the preview for next week... Sansa and ...where you Baelish. have Sansa and Brienne with Baelish. And Sansa's like, did you know about Ramsay? And he's just kind of like, ah! So, I think he gets out of that by offering up the might of the veil for the Bastard Bull. Bastard Bull! Is it going to be a bull? I don't know. 
Is it just the alliteration? Because click game ball. Don't look hype. You better fucking get hype, Bob. <laughs> what if that scene's like two minutes? It doesn't matter. It would have been worth all of the effort it took to get hype for it. You don't have to stay hype. You just have to get hype. You have to get there. <laughs> I'm making a ridiculous hand gesture to denote getting hype. Get hype. But no, yeah, Baelish comes around, uh, swings his dick around, intimidates poor Lord Royce. He was like, what the fuck am I doing here? That should have been the name of the podcast. What? Get hype. Get hype. <laughs> but then people are going to think that we are a Mojo Rally enthusiast podcast. Uh, and much yeah. like your horrible spoiler idea, no one would download us. <laughs> <laughs> Not that they're doing it now, but still. Still, still, still. So yes, the Vale is preparing to finally join the fight after abstaining because, uh, what's her face? Crazy. Super crazy. Super crazy. Oh, I miss her. I liked her. Flying out the moon door. Oh, she's wonderful! Do you think, um... So Robin Aaron also has a counter over his head, right? Yeah. But I think he just dies because, like, he catches a cold. No, you know what, though? I think he's gonna end up being one of those fuckers that just ends up last man standing. He'll be around at the end, I think. Because you expect him to die. Because he's sickly and fucking weird and gangly and whatever. I think he actually said whatever in the episode. Did he? He's like, eh, whatever. Oh, he was playing with his new pet falcon. Yes. You know what he is now, Bob? He's a falconer. <laughs> that is one of the greatest SNL sketches of all time. I always get a kick out of the falconer. Uh, buh, 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 buh. So where are we at? I think we're... Uh, we talked about Theon arriving home. And his sister all being like, what the fuck do you want? Like, you think anybody wants you to be king? Why is he there? I don't understand why. I think it's more... Him trying to... Redeem himself in some way because when he first came back to the Iron Islands, he was a fucking dickhead and was like, That's right, this shit's all gonna be mine someday. What? And yeah, now he's like, No. Because what does she call him? She called him a spoiled little cunt or a spoiled little shit or whatever. Yeah. Mm hmm. And it was true. Right. So now he's here and he wants to help her win the King's Moot. King's Moot. Now, yes. Um, I think the results of the King's Moot are going to say a lot about what to pay attention to in the books. Um, Elaborate. Well, in the King's Moot in the book... King's uh, Moot. Um, whatever her name is in the book, she doesn't win the King's Moot. No. Asha is her name in the books. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. she's Yara in the show. Yes. Which is really dumb, but... And hard to remember. Just Asha. It's not like Osha was, like, a very big, like, character. Right. But anyway. <sighs> um, ganked! Right. She got ganked! ganked. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, so... Uh, you know, if they go... If they go... They veer differently. Um, <coughs> so who wins in the books? Is it the 
brother who... It was the one that wanted to sail for Marine to go request Danny's hand, right? Was it? Or... It's been a hot minute since I've read uh, Feast for Crows. This oh. is why we need to do a reread. You know, it's really frustrating because that storyline... Uh, that storyline is kind of just there. In the show or in the books? Well, in the books, too. It's like... You know, it just... It doesn't... I found it fascinating in the books. I don't know. It just felt... To me, it feels extraneous. Um, but maybe it's something... the brother that's in the show. Urine. Urine. Time. He's yeah. the one who wins. He wins. Okay, that's what I thought. Because there was the other one that's like the um, the priest. Dampere, right? Yeah. Well, there's a Victorian, and I thought Dampere was the one that kind of oversees the whole thing. Yes. So, so yeah, we'll see where that goes. And I think, you know, if they veer, um, I think that pretty, that's a pretty good sign that that storyline ultimately doesn't matter too much towards the end goal of the book. No, but I think if it ends up being Yara in the show, they could potentially want to get some revenge on the Boltons. So you could, in theory, see them uniting with the Starks. Okay, I can see that. Potentially. Because, I mean, Sansa very grateful to Theon for getting her out of Winterfell. Right. While Jon Snow might want to murder the shit out of him, but... For what he... For betraying Rob. Right. But, the, again... You need soldiers, because they said they have what? Two thousand like wildlings. Two thousand to five thousand. Yeah. And the wildlings also have a giant. They have one one. So. Um, where do you think the Night's Watch goes with all of this? What I think ends up happening is John is ultimately gonna be like, stay here, defend Against the White Walkers when they come, hold as best you can. Right. And that's that's going to be the ultimate battle. He's going to have to go back. Right. But I think he is going to claim Winterfell. And if he is, he'll be Warden of the North. And he considers, beyond the Wall, part of the North. Right. So he, I think he would head back. Do you think... Or the Wall is just completely decimated and... The yeah, because I kind of feel like while he's gone fighting the Bastard Bowl... Shit's going to go down. Yeah. And maybe you get some of the Night's Watch. Or uh, you just think they all get slaughtered. I don't know. I would think they'd end up retreating. Right. Try to meet back up at Winterfell and then kind of make a stand there. Oh, well, it makes sense if everything... Came back to Winterfell. Well, right. It would make good thematic sense. Because that's where we started. That's where we saw all this stuff. 
Now, I don't think that's what's going to happen, because I think you have, I think, before all is said and done... Well, we know the White Walkers are going to end up getting much farther south. I would be surprised if we don't see them in King's Landing. Right. Uh, Meanwhile, Lindorn... You know, I was thinking about this as I was driving home today. Like, why? What was even the point? I mean, you had, uh, what's-his-face that fought the mountain, Oberon? Yep. And that was great. And there was a lot of, like, oh, okay, cool. You've done nothing else with it. I'm... I think the only reason you or I is interested in Dorne is for Bronn. Yeah, that's all I care. We just want to check in with Bronn. We're yeah. very concerned. We are. And we haven't seen him yet. We haven't. Where is Bronn? Hopefully soon. Because he's good people. We enjoy him thoroughly. Keep each city weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Sneeple, Bob. <laughs> Sneeple. <laughs> Please refer to our uh, Steven Universe episodes of Chat Talk for uh, one Mr. Eric Paley's crazy theories on uh, Sneeple being the ultimate baddies in, <laughs> in Steven Universe. <laughs> Ridiculous. So then, uh, for next episode, because yep. I think we've pretty well covered yeah, we, most of what we wanted to talk about. Yeah, we talked through this, yeah. Uh, it's called The Door. The Door. And the official, uh, what do you call it, so description nice. is, uh, Tyrion strikes a deal. Mm -hmm. So I would assume that is maybe with the, uh, the Masters. Yes. Uh, Bran learns a great deal. Mm. And there was a, uh, scene in the preview of him... Walking out, and there being many, many White Walkers, and the Night's King, mm -hmm. and then Mira trying to wake him up. So that'll be interesting to see what's going on there. Uh, Brienne goes on a mission, and we saw in the preview as well, Sansa and her meeting up with Baelish, which should be interesting. And we're checking in with Arya again uh, next week. She is given a chance to prove herself. So that'll be interesting. Mm -hmm. And then the other things we saw in the uh, preview were the King's Moot. Uh, a red priestess visits Varys and Tyrion. So, maybe they're striking a deal with her. We don't mm -hmm. know. And yeah, we get the uh, another appearance by the Night's King. So that should be interesting. So I wonder if we're... Because isn't there... Um, I don't know if they talk about this in the books or if it's in the World of Ice and Fire where they talk about... Like, he was a member of the Night's Watch, wasn't he? Who, like, what, what was the deal with him? Right, so... This he is... betrayed his brothers during yeah. the Long Night, correct? And ended up being the leader of the Others. Which right. is what they're called in the, the books they call them the White Walkers in the show. Right. Because Lost. Which comes up a lot on this podcast. Lost. <laughs> yeah, we've mentioned it like every episode. Have we? Granted, that's only like three, but yeah, well, we brought it up in some way. Huh. Well, great show. See, as soon as we said that, you should have gotten the logo. Mm. 
I'm lost. I know. It's a show I want to rewatch. You I don't know, know I can't. what you gotta do with a lost rewatch? You've gotta do selected episodes from each season. Yes. Because there's a lot of shit in Lost that you really don't need to revisit. Coming soon to ConfangerShark.com. The Lost Rewatch Guide. The abridged <laughs> rewatch guide for Lost. It's actually not a bad idea. Um, but yes, so I think that'll be interesting to see. I do have... Ooh. Lucky enough. Yes. The World of Ice and Fire. It's here. a very cool book. I absolutely love it. My favorite part of it is uh, was reading about the Dance of the Dragons. Because mm-hmm. to me, that's one of the more fascinating parts of the whole like history of the world that he's got going on here. Let's see. It's a very big book. It's a little unwieldy. But if you haven't read it, it's definitely worth picking up, I think. Let's see here. They don't name him by... uh, It's pretty. It's very pretty. The art's gorgeous in it, too. Let's see. And it's not like some little flimsy thing. It's like a proper... Tome. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It must have cost a fortune to print. I can't imagine it was that cheap. Let's see here. Because the whole thing is full color... Every page There's, like, new art. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to go through this and see if I can't find it for, um, next week. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's going to take me a minute to go through this. But if memory serves... Yes. He, um, was... A member of the Night's Watch and betrayed his brothers and was the uh, like leader of the White Walkers during the Long Night. Again, don't quote me on that. I'll have to do some research. But Oh, I'm quoting you. Bad call. But we might get to see that next well, episode. One thing that'll be interesting there is in last week's... Yes. Uh, at the Tower of Joy... Meanwhile, at the Tower of Joy. Um, you know, they kind of hinted at the possibility that Ned actually heard Bran. Yes, And turned around. Right. So, uh, if, you know, if it's possible that Bran can affect the world of his visions, mm-hmm. um, that could have interesting consequences. It could. I mean, because they wouldn't have teased that. Well, it's like with them mentioning... We're getting cut off here. No! We don't know what's going on. I know exactly what's going on. No, I know what's happening, too. Okay. Stop. That was us getting cut off by our delightful... uh... We're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah, that's just something we're going to have to deal with, guys. Sorry. We're being a little janky here. We apologize. I was trying. I was trying desperately to save time on production costs, <laughs> and I'm reusing our save file. And uh, I didn't push out the end title long enough. Long enough. So that's why you got to hear me, my 
delightful rendition of the Game of Thrones theme. <laughs> but on that note, though, we should probably wrap up. Well, one other thing I did want to mention is not only uh, we do have Blood of My Blood after the door. Right. The episode after that is called The Broken Man. So not only is that a great speech from, uh, what's his name, Septon Maribald? Something like that. I'm probably, like, destroying his name. Who we all believe will be played by Ian McShane. Which also leads me to believe... That we should continue to get hype. Get hype, Eric. Get hype, Bob. So on that note, I know we already played our outro music, but uh, we're going to fire that up again for you. Uh, as always, go check out uh, confangershark.com. Check out some of the other uh, content we have on there. We've got Chat Talk, Call the Damn Match, Conspiracy Bros with Adam and Mike. Not Matt. I said Matt last time because I'm a monster. It's Mike. Mike is great. Go watch their stuff. And also uh, the Cardboard Robots. Insane rambling. You guys should just like watch. like, Just see how far you can get into it. Because it's insane. It's crazy. But um, yes. And then we will be back to our normal schedule this week. Right? Well, we'll actually start our normal schedule. Okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're interested in starting a podcast, uh, I'll just give you a brief just word of advice. It's not it's not very intuitive, but it's not very difficult. I think that's fair. You know, it's just it seemed weird. Yeah, it, it was it was kind of bizarre to get set up and now that I've done it, I'll be able to do it again, no problem, but just like... Well, and we do also have another podcast that we referenced earlier called After the Movie. Yes. Which we have recorded an episode for uh, Captain America Civil War. Yes, so... And we will get that posted, hopefully, uh, sooner rather than later, because yeah. we don't want that to get too far out. It's already yeah. been a few weeks, but that movie is delightful. Not as good as Winter Soldier, but it's still delightful. Yes. So, uh, so yeah... That's our show today. So, Bob, where can they find you? They can find me um, complaining about Metra on Twitter at the New Time Lord. Is that pretty much exclusively what you do on Twitter nowadays? You bitch about Metra? No, I bitch about plenty of things. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all Twitter's fucking for, right? Right. We didn't swear enough this episode, so I'm gonna throw some fucks and some shits and. Yeah, we didn't really swear a lot, did That's we? That's weird. That's weird for us. I'm uh, frightened. We did say cunt a couple times, though. Yeah. So we, we still earned that E, which makes me happy. That's such a... Like, when used in the right context, it's so great, but it's so easy to misuse that word. Yes. Yes, it is. Indeed. You can uh, see me next Tuesday, which doesn't work because it's just me and not a you. Yeah, bad joke. On uh, Twitter, at Lady Near the Lake, where if you like shitty jokes like that, I don't make them ever. I just complain about professional wrestling on Monday nights. Yep. Otherwise, if you need more Bob and Erica, just listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we occasionally make appearances side by side in the uh, 
in the other uh, realms of Kinfanger Shark. You have popped into the all the damn matches a few times. A couple times. Drunkenly the one time, and possibly drunkenly the other time. I don't really remember. Uh, the streets of Chicago was definitely The streets drunk. of Chicago, you were totally drunk, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that'll do it for us. Uh, you all have a lovely Wednesday, and we will talk to you next week. This has been a Confanger Shark production.